We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it take us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing Our bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch how we shine Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our responses be prime Our bases covered, Woo. Yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go So do grab a seat Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show All bases covered, my brothers, yeah, you know you love it We get it, yeah, we going in Welcome to a Friday night edition of the All Bases Covered podcast I am super excited to uh, be here uh, with my boy Sam We'll have Josh and Joe on in a moment uh, but it's, it's a big weekend, man. College football kicks off tomorrow afternoon. The big Nebraska-Northwestern game over in Ireland. Man, how, how you doing, Sam? Hey, man, it's Friday. Uh, can't complain. It's been a rough week. But I'm looking forward to, like, a lot of uh, movement happening this weekend, actually. So, you know, it starts with my, my PPR draft tomorrow night. So, Oh, I also have a draft this weekend on Sunday. Yeah, I I, I really don't care about this league, so I'm going to draft as I please. But you know, it just it it's kind of like a foreshadowing of like next the week following is my actual league that I care about. So yeah, yeah things are coming fast, man. Uh, it's, it's exciting, man. Although the only thing I will say that I hate about the start of football season is that it means cold weather's coming. So, not pleased. Yeah, and you don't have that beautiful hot tub warming you up either. I know, man. I miss it. I miss it every day. <laughs> we got Joe on the show now. Our producer's back. I thought I thought we lost you, Joe. I thought you were like, "Fuck it, I quit. I'm out." Hey, did you get hired by another podcast or something, Joe? Yeah. Tell us the truth. Uh, well, Joe might have to call in. I don't think that link's working. The yeah, audio, I don't think it's the working audio sucks on that email link. It never fucking works. Blog Talk Radio, you're about to be fucking fired. Uh, we're about to take you off here in a minute uh, and go somewhere else. Pull a Trump on him, man. You're fired. Yeah, you're fucking fired. Fucking fired. Joe. You in, in, in the meantime, can I do redneck word of the day? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear the redneck word of the day. Redneck word of the day as bastards. Jack, where's that cheeseburger? I'm working as best as I can to get it to you. <laughs> While we're waiting for Joe's audio to clear up, Joe, can you hear us? We can't hear you, man, at all. So you might have to just dial into the show, bud. Uh, while we're waiting on Joe and Josh, I want to tell you two stats of the day. Uh, that I heard today that I, I found that I find pretty remarkable. The first one is the 1972 Miami Dolphins were the last team to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. Is that a Shula-led team? Sorry? Yeah, it was a okay. Shula-led team. Their offensive line in 1972 averaged 6'3", 255 pounds, which is five pounds less than what Sebastian Janikowski weighs. Yeah, it's pretty wild, buddy. 255 pounds for an offensive lineman. Uh, and I'd take to say nowadays, if you had an NFL team whose offensive line weighed 255 pounds, they'd get 
fucking destroyed. Absolutely. You got to push 290 or above, you know, easy. Yeah, or it's got to be like three, no, it's got to be like 300. It's got to be three bills. I, you're right. That has to be three bills. Uh, here's the other one that I, uh, stat of the day here. All right, and this is for Nebraska here. Adrian Martinez, who was no longer the quarterback at Nebraska, but he played in 13 games over his career at Nebraska over his uh, four seasons as a starter. The Huskers, in 13 games with him as a starter, were tied or trailing by one score on the final possession. and they went, That's such an obscure stat, dude. I don't give went, a shit about that. The Huskers suck. Wait, and they went 0-13 in those games. That's the stat. You didn't even let me finish the fucking stat before you interrupted me. First of all, that's the stat. Well, that's what we do, bro. We're flagrant here. (laughs) They were 0-13 in those games where they were tied or trailing by one score on their final possession, and they went 0-13. That is unfathomable. Unfathomable. I mean, when you pay for Scott Frost, that's kind of what you get, I guess. I guess so. Let's see if Joe's uh, – and we're still waiting on Josh. Joe, can you hear us now? No. He definitely quit, bro. I'm telling you. He quit. No, he's here. He's on. He's this guy. see his name. Uh, I'm just going to tell him to call in. Nobody can hear you, Joe. This makes us sound like a bunch of amateurs, but it's okay. I mean, we are a bunch of amateurs, but yeah, it's for sure. True. It's not It's not Joe's fault, though. It's not Joe's fault. It's the fucking blog talk radios audio fucking shit fault. Anyways. Um, well, fuck, I, I can't kick the show off the way I wanted to because Josh is fucking running late, goddamn asshole. I wanted to talk about AEW drama that I've been hearing about. Uh, uh, Sam, did you know they had like a full-blown all-hands meeting on uh, on, the, on Tuesday, the day before Dynamite in Cleveland? No, I didn't actually. Go ahead and tell. Tell me. So, basically, Tony Khan was, like, ripping everybody. And he's also upset because apparently he found out that WWE has reached out to some talents who are currently under contract with AEW. And he sent them a cease and assist letter. But, basically, there's been a lot of drama backstage. Billy Gunn, who is currently with AEW, called it the Wild Wild I'm going to go ahead and, and just cut you off for a quick second and ask you one. Do you think that has anything to do with, like, uh, now you have Triple H kind of running the show and his vision instead of the old vision? Well, I think that's part of it, but I also – I mean, is that part of the poaching, maybe, is what I'm asking. Well, it might be, but that, it's, it would be Triple H going out, you know, and trying to poach people, him and Stephanie and Nick Khan uh, over there at WWE. And I don't know if they, they're actively doing it or what, what the rumors are, if they're just putting out feelings, feelers saying, hey, guys, I'm running the show now. If you guys want to come back to WWE, you're more than welcome. I, I don't know the logistics of it, but from what I, it looks like to me as someone – who watched the Monday Night Wars, who watched WCW go down the drains, AEW is making a lot of the same mistakes. First off, the biggest mistake that AEW is making, Sam, is that WCW did this all the time to win the Monday Night Wars, but it hurt them in the end, and that's giving premium matches away for free on the show. 
So WCW, when they had Goldberg beat Hollywood Hogan, when they had Goldberg beat Hollywood Hogan, that was on fucking Nitro. They didn't do it at a pay-per-view. They did it on Nitro. And just now, they had Dean Ambrose or John Moxley, whatever his name, CM Punk, for free on Dynamite for the title. And Moxley squashed, uh, squashed CM Punk in like six minutes. So, yeah, that's why I think uh, it's a little bit of a, you know, uh, a Bush League kind of move to try to do a big uh, matchup on a regular night, you know, uh, just to get the ratings, just to get the ratings. But who is, who's their competition? At least you could say, okay, during the Monday Night Wars, you were battling Raw and you were battling SmackDown on Thursdays because WCW had Thunder on Thursdays. And they had SmackDown, or and, and against SmackDown on Thursdays, because back then it used to be Thursday night SmackDown, not Friday night. And then on Monday night, you had Raw and Nitro. Who is AEW going up against on Wednesday? WWE doesn't have a show on Wednesday. Raw's on Monday. Next is on Tuesdays. And SmackDown is on Friday. So really, the only competition they have on Wednesday, uh, the only competition they have is on Fridays when it's Dynamite or when it's Rampage versus SmackDown. Other than that, Dynamite has the day to itself. They're not competing against anybody. So now not only are you giving away matches for free that are pay-per-view level quality matches, but you're also bringing in all ex-WWE talent. They started, you know, nobody was against them bringing back CM Punk, who hadn't wrestled in eight years. Nobody was against them going out and getting, like, a Daniel Bryan or even, like, uh, you know, a, a few of these other guys here and there. But basically, they went out, and they signed everybody. They went out, they got Miro, who's an ex-WWE guy. They got FTR. They got Big Show. They got Mark Henry. They got Keith Lee. They got, you know, they brought in all these dudes. Uh, now they got... Claudio Castellani, uh, the you know Cesaro. Uh, it's just a matter of time, I, and now I and guys are getting pushed to the side. So I really think that AEW is making a lot of mistakes. I don't think Tony Khan, who's not in the wrestling business, he created something and that it was great, but he went too far with it. And Sam, and Joe, I don't know if you can hear us. Just if you can't hear us, call into the number, Joe. No. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, now we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought you quit, man. What happened? Oh man, like I, I don't know what the hell's going. On. Like, I, I, I got a new mic because the the webcam mic was just making it sound like I was a thousand miles away, and then yeah. apparently uh, <laughs> our software doesn't like if I plug in the mic. Apparently, it doesn't like if I plug in the mic before I log in. So, so I figured out finally, like, oh, don't plug in until after I'm on. Unbelievable. Sorry, Joe. Sorry for all the issues, man. Uh, uh, but I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad we didn't run you off. I'm glad we didn't scare you off the show. Oh no, no, no. And and like yeah, I, man, I, that would have been two no shows in a row, bro. Oh no. <laughs> and and I will tell you, I apologize for Monday, but like Monday was an absolute shit show at my work. Um, I was so mentally exhausted after that that I came home, crashed on my chair, woke up, 
went straight to bed. And then the next morning I see a text that says, where is everybody? I'm like, Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, it's all good, man. No worries there. No worries, Joe. Um, yeah, it was uh, me and Josh ran with it because I thought I thought Sorb was going to join in. Something similar happened to uh, to Sam in that uh, uh, he thought he was going to not be able to make the show. Things changed, and he was okay to do the show. And then he basically came home, fell asleep, uh, his head was hurting him, and he didn't wake up in time. And basically, there's a similar situation to what you had, Joe. Basically, just kind of came home, crashed out. And then was like, oh, oh. shit, and Yeah, it happens, man. But uh, me, me and Josh scraped it together. But uh, <laughs> Sam, I wanted to talk to you about this. So I talked to your cousin uh, here in Ohio, who, and he says he listens to the show. I, I, I'm wondering if he listens to the show because because he, he compared us to Bob and Tom, and I don't really think we're anything like Bob and Tom. Wait, whose cousin? Mine? No, Sam's cousin. Oh, Sam's cousin. I was like, you know, one of my cousins were smart enough who's to Bob and Tom? on radio. <laughs> you don't know Bob and Tom in the morning. Uh, yeah, Bob and Tom in the morning. Oh, Bob and Tom in the morning. I don't know who the hell they are. It's, uh, but yeah, sure. uh, it's an Do we sound like a wake-up show? No, like they're, they're, they're comedic team but that's what yeah. i don't think he actually listens to the show because i don't think he would compare us to bob and tom if anything we're more howard stern mixed with pat mcafee I was gonna finally the great one has arrived i'm gonna I write that say maybe we're more of a mixture of uh we got Cheech and Chong, and uh, then we got uh, Lucy Liu. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Hey, at least you're cute, Fucking, man. fucking blue-collar comedy tour over here. <laughs> Don't be mad. Don't be mad. They're here all week, man. They're here all week. They're here all week. Hey, if anything, if anything, Sam and I are Harold and Kumar, Okay. If anything, we're Harold and Kumar. All right, that's that's the proper, that is the proper uh, terminology. I'm hey, hey. not here, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what is, if Josh doesn't fulfill his pyramid of punishment this weekend, dude, it's in, you're in big trouble, brother. Big. What is the punishment? What what is uh, what are we looking at? What are we looking at as the We're gonna we're gonna leave Joe to decide on what the punishment's gonna be. Okay. That's, oh that's, my God. that's the are punishment. Are we talking about because uh, Josh hasn't fulfilled his uh, obligation to uh, the the tomfoolery of diving into the pool as like scuba yeah. skis? Uh, It'll be done yeah. this weekend, god damn it. <laughs> it will be done this weekend. That we sounds like a sound, that literally sounds like a sound bite, dude. It'll be done this weekend, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking, like, since uh, Josh had all kinds of fun little ideas for when he thought I was going to lose. Um, yeah, flip it on him, Joe. Give him something. Yeah. 
Come on, big uh, bitch. Let's see it. Let's hear it. Come on. Oh, big bitch. Oh. <laughs> Bring it. Don't sing it, baby. Uh, well, what I'm thinking. <laughs> Joe's totally abusing his producer power right now. <laughs> yeah, he is. If he does not accomplish diving in the pool and getting it on video this weekend, then he's got to shave his chest. That hairy. Oh yes. Chest. Oh, Joe, but you should say, Joe, you should say shave his chest. Then we should bring in some Asian lady to wax his chest like forty-year-old virgin style. Oh, no, fuck no, that shit. Dude, I ain't doing that shit because I'll tell you right now, like. Like and and for for the listeners, like I'll just give you and I apologize for the visual, but if you imagine somebody like landing on top of a squirrel and then coming up and the squirrel is now embedded on your chest, that is what his chest looks like. It is just uh, a hairy. We, we so, call so he can he can basically walk into any cave and hibernate with the bears. Oh, my um, God. That's, they call but, me uh, for a reason. That patch of hair is called Chippy. Um, so I'm saying if he doesn't dump, jump in the pool, he's got to shave it. Bam. There it is. You've heard it here. The council has spoken. The council has spoken. Josh, you do not fulfill your obligation this weekend with video proof. Your ass is shaving your chest. Done deal. <laughs> All right, before I might just do that just for the fun of it. <laughs> before we get into college football, Josh, you missed me talking about AEW a little bit. So I wanted to get your take real quick before we dive into some college football week zero talk and get into some other things. But AEW's got a lot of drama going on backstage. They held an all talent hands-on-deck meeting on Tuesday before before Dynamite. Billy Gunn's come out and said it's like the Wild West out there. CM Punk is reportedly not happy. Kenny Omega kind of lit into the talent at that all-hands meeting. But I, I was telling Sam, AEW is making a lot of mistakes that are eerily similar to what the downfall of WCW was, and that was relying on too many old WWE guys as well as giving away too many quality matches for free on on Nitro and on and on Thunder. This last week on Dynamite, we had Moxley versus CM Punk for the undisputed championship that was given away for free on Dynamite, even though it was a squash match, which could be setting up something bigger down the line. I think it was a mistake not to have that match at all out and give it away for free when. Dynamite doesn't go up against anybody on Wednesday nights. I would think it's short-sighted. Josh, I really want your opinion on this, man. No, I, I mean, I, I think you're you're half right on, on all it. I think there there is definitely a lot of drama going on in, in AEW, and they are making a lot of mistakes as AEW or uh, WCW. Look, AEW got big because of Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, some of these talents that right. you have never heard of. Orange Cassidy, um, MJ, yeah. or yeah, MJF. Like, that's who. Those Lucha were, boys, they're, 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 they're really good too. The Lucha Brothers, yeah, yeah absolutely. Really the good, the matches, the storytelling was great. 
The then Jungle you, Express, you got in the issue. Or Jurassic Express, whatever that name. Yeah, Jurassic Express, which yeah, they split uh, up. Uh, Jack Perry. Lucha Jungle Sports, Boy Jack Jungle Perry. Boy. Yeah. Um, you you had a good thing going. Then the issue started coming. It's like you started signing all these ex-WWE stars. Now, some of them I agreed with, like Pac, absolutely. Uh, he was a great talent that was just completely underutilized. I agree with, with Daniel Miro. Bryan. I agree with John Moxley. Um, yeah, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, then you started bringing in CM Punk, uh, Christian, Mark Henry, The Big Show. Yet they're, they're not Cole. prominent on the show. I'm fine with Adam Cole because I still think he's good enough and he'll bring a lot to AEW. Um, yeah. Same thing with Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Bobby Fish, if they're a team. I, I think they can be a really good team in AEW especially now they have that trios championship. So, um, yeah. Yeah. yes, there, there's a lot of signings that these, these wrestlers are making too much money and it's taken away from the, the talent that was there. And that's why you, you're starting to see a bunch of this uh, eggshells going on in that company. They're, it's starting to get broke. Uh, the squash match uh, Wednesday night, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's leading to something bigger. And, and what I read the article today was I think they're going to do a, a John Moxley versus CM Punk again. And this time CM Punk will go over as the winner. But I think it was just a thing to get John Moxley a win over CM Punk before CM Punk takes, takes over uh, for his title run. Uh, it's just dumb. So I guess we'll because see. CM Punk was already champion. He got hurt. What's the point? It was very. You know what that reminds me of? What WWE did? WWE did in regards to Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. They had Lesnar win the championship at day one over, or they had. I'm sorry, I forget. That wasn't Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. I, I something happened right, right at the beginning before WrestleMania. But Brock Lesnar basically. Oh, he 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 won the title at day one. He dropped the title to Bobby Lashley at Royal Rumble. And then he got the title back before WrestleMania. So, so well, that's that was, what it was. That was it, because Bobby Lashley got hurt, though. That was the reason why Lashley had to drop the title, because he got injured. Sorry. So Sorry. he had a separated shoulder, so he was going to be off TV for a while. So that's why they had him drop the belt. Uh, but the one you're, you're probably referencing the most is that Bray Wyatt-Goldberg match. Like, you yeah. had Goldberg squash Bray Wyatt for the title just so he can go against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. No, yeah. you don't do that. It's like Bray Wyatt was your biggest fucking star. CM Punk is obviously yeah. their, one of their biggest stars. You don't have a squash match just to come back and redo it all over again. It's, just, it's bad know. booking. It's stupid. Yeah. So. For storytelling. All right, guys. So. Week zero, college football kicks off. There's not exactly a who's who of games playing tomorrow, but the, probably the biggest game is going to be Nebraska versus Northwestern in Ireland in Dublin. Uh, it happens at 12.30 here. It'll be 7.30 their time. Um, probably the other good game from week zero, and I, I, I'm trying not to laugh when I say this, but the – other good game would probably be Hawaii versus Vanderbilt, which is on the CBS Sports Network at 10.30 p.m. Anyways, week zero, couple games to get the appetite wet, nothing major. Like I said, uh, biggest thing is Nebraska-Northwestern. So, obviously, Josh, 
Sam, Joe, you know how I feel about Nebraska. We don't need to go there. So let me ask you They're guys. They're getting their asses as... big Wait, Saturday, baby. Can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead. Uh, week zero, um, what, what teams usually play week zero? Nobody usually. They have usually a couple of – so like Florida State's playing, North Carolina's playing, but they're all playing like shitty teams, right? So like Illinois plays Wyoming. So Nebraska, Nebraska's the shitty team that's playing in week zero? Did, you, did, you heard him say nobody's play week zero, so he just admitted that his team is a nobody. Right. It, it, yeah. It, I mean, they're not I even showing that up on record. Much. No, so, first of all, guys. Bunch of nobodies. North Carolina's playing, Florida State's playing. I'm saying there's no big matchups. It's like if, if you're playing in week zero, like you're North Carolina, you're playing Florida A&M. By the way, Florida A&M, missing, missing 20 players due to academic reasons. So they're going to get fucking mollywops uh, on Saturday night Louis. against North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, the water boys are going to be playing, dude. That still doesn't take away that you said that nobody's play on week zero. You literally no, just admitted gosh, no, that Nebraska is a nobody. No, you misheard me. What I said is I didn't mishear you. They don't play. They don't what, play. what I heard was Nebraska sucks, bro. They're sucky team. Yeah, that's a joke, son. Don't you get it? Anyways, fuckers, can you guys stop breaking fucking balls so we can talk sports for a second here? But that's Anyways. what our fans like is busting balls. <laughs> <laughs> Enough in Nebraska. What's happening? Well, this is college football we're talking about, so I want to talk some Nebraska because it's the only game worth talking about this week. Unless you want to talk Florida State and Duquesne or Illinois and Wyoming, or maybe maybe you're into some North Texas football against UTEP. Who knows? But is there any chance Scott Frost can bounce back this year? That's my question for you guys. Because you know how I feel. I don't want to go into how I feel. I want to ask you, outsiders, non-Nebraska fans, if you think there's any chance with the changes to the staff he made and with some of the transfers that came in, is there any way for Frost to bounce back? I will go ahead and say that I think he will have a bounce back season. You know, he he showed just enough to be like, all right, maybe you get another shot. But at the same time, this year, it's got to be all hands on deck. This is it, right? The last hurrah for him, more or less, with Nebraska. Yeah, no, it's 100%. If he doesn't win seven games or more, he's fired. He's gone. No, I'll agree. Um, And Nebraska was that team last year. Uh, I think you hit on it uh, in one of the earlier podcasts that we did that, yes, they went three and eight. But you look at a lot of their losses were by one score or within three All points. They All got of their losses one of the unluckiest bounces in college football history by how they played. So yeah. I definitely think they're better than what their record showed last year. So I think they will bounce back. I think they, they will win over seven games. And I do like that transfer that, uh, quarterback that they got. Was it from Texas, right? Yeah, Casey Thompson. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't bad last year. Uh, no, he, he wasn't bad at all. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. Um, so let me ask you, Josh. I mean, Sam, you might know. Joe, you might throw some stuff in here. But I want to who who is your picks, the four teams that are going to make the college football playoffs? Because I, I have mine. I have mine of what I think it's going to be. But uh, I'm curious, Josh or Sam, who you guys think might be the four teams in the college football playoffs. 
Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia. You said Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Georgia, huh? Okay. All right. I, I'm going a little bit different. I don't have it a ton different, but I, I got my four teams are Alabama, Ohio State, Utah, and Baylor. Really? Yeah. No way. You, you, Utah returns almost everybody from that Rose Bowl team last year. They have a very easy schedule um, to, to, well, to kind of go through. But that's, that's um, the problem like, right there. You just said they've got If they have an easy schedule, schedule and Georgia uh, only loses against Alabama, Georgia's in. That's yeah. what, yeah, that's, but you're talking about three teams so far. You're still talking about three well, teams. And, yeah, and if Clemson goes – Clemson goes undefeated in the ACC. They're going to be in because the Pac-12, they're just too weak. And they've been weak. So, But here's the thing. I don't think Clemson is going undefeated. And let me tell you why. You guys all remember Clemson as this powerhouse that beat Ohio State. They won a national title. They they did all these they did all these things, okay, and they were a really good team for a while. But let me just point this out to you. Dabo Swinney with Sweeney. Deshaun Watson Sweeney. Dabo Swinney and uh with Deshaun Sweeney. Watson and, and what? Swinney. Is that W I Sweeney Sweeney. Like he's Whatever a Fine. Fuck it. Dabo Sweeney. Whatever. It looks like Swinney. Okay? I think you're pronouncing it wrong because, you know, whatever. Uh, Anyways, Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. Dabo went 72-7. and 72-7 and in the six seasons that he had Watson and Trevor Lawrence. In the seasons without those two players, he's gone 77 and 31, which is still not bad. Which is still not bad. It's not good enough to be a powerhouse, though. It's not, it's not good enough to be a national title. So in, in the times with Watson and, and Lawrence, here are his lost totals. 14 and 1, 14 and 1, 12 and 2, 15 and 0, 14 and 1, 10 and 2. But here are his totals. Without them, nine and five, six and seven, ten and four, eleven and two, eleven and two, ten and three, ten and three. That's his totals without them. I am not sold on. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the kid's name. DJ Ugalele, whatever his name is. I'm not sold on him being a starter. I think Clemson will once again be like a ten and two team this year, maybe nine and three. They, they'll be good enough to maybe make a big time bowl game. Not good enough to make the college football playoff. Baylor also returns a lot from last year's team. And they play in the Big 12. They'll have showcase games against Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Texas. I think Baylor, if they can get to, like, 11-1 and one and then win the Big 12, they have a shot to get in depending on what happens with the rest of the, with the, rest of the schools. But I don't think Ohio State and Alabama are losing. I don't see it. Georgia lost nine starters off that defense. Georgia 
Georgia's offense, if you remember, if you look at their team last year, Georgia's offense was not all that impressive. They had a lot of games that were won strictly by their defense. I mean, their 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 offense. They, they got Jake. Not Jake Fromm. What's that? Was somebody interrupting, saying something? Okay. Anyway, um, they they got what a walk on. What's his name? Stedford Bennett. That's the uh, that's the uh, quarterback. He, he's a he's a walk on. I, I don't know what they got at running back, but they lost James Cook and Zamir White. They lose a lot of their running backs. So it's like, what do they have on offense? And, and they lost so much on defense. I just I don't see Georgia. I don't see Georgia really coming back. I, I think they'll be maybe a ten and two team, maybe nine and three. But uh, yeah, I, I just I mean I'm trying to pull up their schedule. I'm like they went fourteen and one last year. Uh, there was a lot of games that they they played against where they just didn't look all that impressive. I, I mean, yeah, they beat Vanderbilt sixty-two to nothing and Arkansas thirty-seven nothing. Uh, but really, their schedule was not very difficult last year. It, it gets increasingly tougher this year. Well, and, and Mike, I I'll agree with you. Like, you know, I I definitely will say, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, you know, get in there. Um, Georgia and Clemson, I'm not as sold on. Uh, now, your predictions of Utah and Baylor, like, you know, one of the things that drives me crazy about college football is the fact that uh, you know, sometimes it's not even the quality of the play, uh, the team. It's it's not what you know, it's who you blow. And, you know, some of the, uh, the get the votes to go in there and it's like, you're getting votes just because you're a big name. Yeah. I mean, that's how college football well, has always been. Well, I know, and it's been a problem. Unfortunately. No, I agree. No, I mean, I think, Mike, where, where you're falling a little short on Georgia is look at their – their uh, classes the last few years. They've been one and two in the country of recruit, recruiting. They're going to get these players back up and ready to go. Kirby Smart was a defensive coordinator at Alabama. You don't think that he's going to have that defense ready to play again? He's going to be. He's, he's reloading that defense every single year the last few years. Uh, running backs, I mean, they keep pumping out running backs every, every other year, you know? Um, they do, but it, can I tell you something real quick? Was Josh? a five-star quarterback. I thought he was a walk-on. He was he was a five-star. He left Georgia, went somewhere else, left there, came back to Georgia as a walk-on. Is what happened. Okay. Okay. All so right. He he technically was a walk-on, but he was a highly rated quarterback coming out of high school. So you mentioned that. Georgia should be they they've constantly finished in the top 4 or 5 in recruiting the last couple of years, right? That so that, that that they should they just kind of retool. Okay. I'll hear you on that one. But let me tell you I mean, another It's just school. like Alabama. Alabama retools just every come. every year, every other year. Okay. Let me tell you a school that's finished in the top 7 the last 3 years. 
top seven last three years, has failed to win more than eight eight games, nine games in a season. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Bam. Yep. Got it. Bam. So recruiting doesn't necessarily always mean that your guys or your teams are ready to go, ready to play. LSU, for that matter, has been in the top five recruiting rankings the last several years. They haven't done anything since Burrow left, and they didn't do much before Burrow got there. I know Georgia recruits very well, but also up until, you know, a little bit, Kirby Smart, up until last year, Kirby Smart always had Georgia ready to go, but they always seemingly lost a game here or there. Right, they, you know they lost that's to the national title Georgia's with DNA. Was a freshman. What's that? I said that's just Georgia's DNA. That's always been Georgia. Yeah. Look at Mark Wright under his, always the Cinderella, yeah. or always the whatever, and never the Cinderella. Yeah, always the bridesmaid, so. never the bride. So. Yep, there you go. All right. Um, so let's uh, let's get on to oh, wow we've only got 22 minutes left wow this show's going by super fucking fast Sam are you ready for a chronic corner today? I mean we might as well do it man. All right, let's do it, man. It is Friday, bro. <laughs> All right, and without further ado, here we go. Another edition of the chronic corner. Hey, before you start, who's on the phone? Uh, somebody is. I don't know who it is. Not me. That's got to be Joe because I'm on mute. Okay. It's our fucking producer, right. goddammit. Go ahead, Sam, with the Chronic Corner. All right, man. We're back, We're back on the Chronic Corner as I choke away in my joint. Uh, let, let's uh, let's talk about some uh, NBA stars joining uh, the, the cannabis franchises. What do you guys think about Allen Iverson uh, dabbling in the cannabis, uh, cannabis industry? Not surprising. Not surprising. Okay, now, let me say. ask you a question. Why do you Practice. say that? Yes. Because... Because Iverson strikes me as a dude that when he was playing, he was smoking weed all the time. He just strikes me as, like, one of these dudes, like Jermaine O'Neal or fucking Bonzi Wells or some of these other cats from, like, Rashid the late 90s, early 2000s. That were Damn, just, Rashid Wells looked like he was high while he was playing. Yeah, Rashid Like, he's exactly. second hit somehow. Yeah, Chauncey Billups looking like he was. Remind me of guys that probably just smoked weed all the time. They, they didn't call Rip Hamilton Rip for a re- for any other reason. <laughs> he was ripping it, man. <laughs> yeah, ripping the bong. So listen now. Now let's let's switch over. Now there are a lot of WWE stars now uh, that have their own line of cannabis. Uh, you know, at, at, uh, the Diesel, Mr. Kevin Nash, is is promoting his own product called Jackknife Cannabis. Is that and, why Michigan? Yeah, that's why he's in Michigan, correct. That's absolutely correct. I did some research on it, uh, Mike, and that's 100% right. Okay. So I contacted some of these places that he was going to be at, and I, you know, one of the guys I know, he's the owner of, of, of a dispensary, and he's actively now promoting his product 
across dispensary, any state that has a recreational license. Okay. Yeah, so um, he's going to be there. He's going to be doing some signings. He's going to talk about his products. I think Jackknife Cannabis is pretty a pretty cool name, don't you think? I mean, so is Powerbomb, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jack. I think Jackknife works better. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I think so, Jackknife so, works a little bit better. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, what other you, what you WWE a... star would you say smokes weed and which should probably make a product of their own? Randy or Rob Van Dam. R V D Randy Orton. Randy Orton. And Randy Orton, really? How do you see a what product would you see for Randy Orton? Let me ask you that. The RKO. The RKO? <laughs> Yo, it better be really serious butt or people are gonna make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who else I could see having fucking cannabis? Diamond Dallas Page. Dude, for sure. See, I can see him because he's all into that yoga hippie shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so, so WWE stars are now starting to dabble. NBA stars, ex-NBA stars uh, have begun to dabble. I just uncovered a YouTube video from quite a while ago where someone was was videotaping Kevin Durant going into his uh, his limo, and the door opened and a bottle of weed just popped right out. Oh, and as soon as the bottle of weed <laughs> fell on the floor, the dude, the, there was a fan that was saying they grabbed it. He's like, oh, you dropped your weed. And Kevin Durant says, real slow, he's like, come on, man, don't, don't do that, don't do that. Come on, can I, can I get it back? Can I get it back? Like, he, that's exactly what he was saying. So current stars, current stars are not messing with it, you know. Once you retire, I think the stigma is gone. Whereas the NFL and the MLB, there's nothing in touch with cannabis. No, oh, dude, because. You know, actually, if you wanted to promote steroids, that's where you would... See, the, the, <laughs> the closest thing I would say the NFL has is Bob Gronkowski CBD line and maybe Marshawn Lynch, uh, you know, on a couple of things here and there. Yeah. But there's no major, like, entry into any kind of industry, man. No, well, they can't because then they'd be hypocrites with the whole Josh Gordon. Oh, we're going to spend... Josh Gordon, uh, I think a total, what, 79 games for yeah. all of his... Yeah, uh, that's, that's, so, that's so shameful. He he lost his prime because he was smoking some weed, man. He lost his career. Yeah. I mean, that's his, his whole career. career. Yeah. All that money he could have made. But yeah, but uh, see, that's that's why I, to... I believe that the stigma should change. You no, know? uh, according to you guys, uh, should the stigma not change on marijuana when it comes to athletes? It, it should. It should change for everybody. It should change for everybody. But. <laughs> I, uh, go ahead. Actually, I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, see, see, yeah. it's an alternative pain medication for athletes, believe it or not. Yeah. They, oh, they I, can actually use it as medicine instead of pills. I will say, exactly. like, I will say I, what, I, you know, I'm not using it, but at the same time, like, how fucking hilarious would it be to see a bunch of football players hiring shit running around the football field? I'm just saying. Oh, oh man, I would pay good money to watch that. Oh my god, <laughs> I would pay good money to watch. That. <laughs> you got the that right here's that a crazy line, baby. You what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I was just I was just making fun of. I'm on the defensive line. Hey, dude, you got the Cheetos over there on the offensive line? <laughs> nah, man. I got them Doritos and them Funyuns. Come on, man. Hey, somebody ate my Doritos. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> Funyuns. Hey, Sam. 
before we drop Chronic Corner, before or before, can I tell you about this story? I, I was I listened to on a podcast. It's a couple, it's, it's several years old, but it was on the Ameri- This American Life podcast. Um, and this could only happen with the student being a boy and the person being a woman. It can't happen in the reverse, and I'll explain why in a minute. But there was a dude named Justin LeBoy. He went to high school at Park Vista High School in Palm Beach, Florida. He was an honor student. He had, like, a near-perfect GPA, never got in trouble. A 25-year-old woman went undercover at the high school drugs, you know, the bus kids doing drugs or kids dealing. Like a 21 Jump Street, pretty much. Yeah, like a 21 Jump Street. Now, my oh, I was you, thinking the uh, this, uh, never this been kissed chick, <laughs> This chick dated this kid for a while now, and he was throwing the dick at this chick. They They were dating <laughs> for several months. Then she convinced him to buy her weed. He shows up how is that? How is that not statutory rape, bro? So let me get I'm getting there because she denies having sex with them, but they were together like dating for like six months. So oh, he you know, definitely gave her the D, bro. So anyway, she convinced him to buy weed. He shows up with a bag of weed. Probably it was twenty five dollars worth of weed. So you know it wasn't a lot, right, Sam? You know that twenty five. Oh yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be two grams or maybe a, like an eighth or something like that. You know. She oh the shit weed. To arrest him and throw felony charges at this kid, which bars him from joining the military, which is what he wanted to do after high school. That's so shameful, dude. For a $25 bag. Now, would this have happened if the student was a 17-year-old girl and a 25-year-old male officer? Hell no. Hell no. no. In the street. They would they would get his ass fired, bro. They would get his ass fired. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, first of all, I mean, the twenty if it was a twenty five year old male officer, he's going to jail. Um, and then uh, now you know, you know why she made felony charges. Like guaranteed, guaranteed, he stuck it in the pooper. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fuck her right. That's what it was. Absolutely pissed her off. He was like, "Oh hell!" And, and then, you know what he says to that? I don't care. <laughs> he's seventeen and he's getting it on with a twenty-five-year-old. So anyway, but you know, see that the, the thing that I don't understand is how is that again? How is that not statutory rape? I don't. Dude, it's know. not because I, I think age of consent in most states are 16 or older. So if no, there's got to be older, a two-year difference between the person. Even if you do, if you're a minor and you do consent, there can't be more of a, than a two-year age gap between your consenting partner. What I want to know is how is that not so – so that that, She had to be 19 years old in order to bang him. <laughs> yeah. Underwear and, she was 20, and she was 25. 25. Yeah. Which is not cool. Not cool at all. Not cool. I mean, cool for him, but not cool it's that he cool got the felony, him. you know? Not cool, yeah, no, not exactly. cool to get charged. That's a misdemeanor. Anywhere you slice it. A Dude, that's a possession charge. It's not a felony. It's a misdemeanor. A misdemeanor is a possession charge, bro. Yeah. Now, case like, he's not here. dealing the drugs. 
He's not the one. Hey, like, I don't, I don't, Jesus Christ, man. Um, it's just fucking well, insane. Here, but anyways, I, 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 I don't want to derail Chronic Corner, so I just thought I would well, bring that story up for the corner. Hey, Mike, I got No, I'm glad you did. You need to bring these things up, man. It's yeah. weed-related. We got to talk about it. <laughs> Sam, Mike, uh, Josh, you might agree with me, might not, I don't know, but, you know, this is a perfect example like, instead of Dennis Rodman going over to Russia and trying to get Brittany Griner out of jail, maybe he should be advocating for this uh, 17-year-old that uh, was literally uh, bent over Set up. He was entrapped. He was, he was entrapped, basically. Entrapped by Well, here's – and, and this is what I, I would add on to, uh, to Joe's point is, okay, Brittany Griner got nine years in jail for weed, right? Okay, you broke Russia's law. You got all these Americans up in arms about this, but what about every fucking American sitting in prison for yes, weed that got pulled over right for now. like shavings, dude, for like weed, yeah. like residue in a bag? Absolutely, and they're, they're doing time in jail. Let yeah. them motherfuckers out first before yeah. you get her out. Damn. And honestly, Dennis Rodman's just gonna go there and fuck shit up more. I'll be honest with you, Dennis Rodman uh, is a jackass. You know, by the way, Sam, he's no you, political Sam, liaison by any means. No. Did you see the picture, though? It's Mike Tyson, Ron Artest, Stefan Marbury, and Dennis Rodman going over to Russia to try to... You have to be it fucking like kidding fucking me. Hangover. It looks like Black Hangover is what it this looks like. It looks like, like the, the, the backup <laughs> for the A-team, you know? Oh, my God. I would so love to be a fucking wall, uh, fly on the wall for that one. Oh, absolutely. There's no amount of money in this world that I would pay to be there, you know. Excuse me, uh, uh, Putin. Uh, can you, can you, uh, my tiger? They're just going to throw a bunch of drugs, hookers, cocaine at these guys. And they're going to be like, yeah, we'll get Ricky Griner out. Come on, man. And they're going to come home. Come on, dick in their man. Either that or they're going to end up in prison. Not being knowing Mike Tyson, he's going to try to smuggle something else. Fuck uh, marijuana. He's trying to smuggle over mushrooms or some other shit. You know, I could, I could see Mike Tyson going up to give uh, Putin a hug and just bite his ear off. I could see it happening. Wow. <laughs> hey, that was a good one, man. I like that. Who hit that? Was that you, Mike? Fuck you for hitting that. All right, here. We'll give him one of these. <laughs> God, Good old Kawhi. Right. <laughs> All right. What else we got for the Chronic Corner? We got 10 minutes left in the show. All right, man. Let's wrap it up with one more thing. Uh, uh, there is uh, a uh, – I know I've been batting around the idea of possibly getting a sponsor, a cannabis uh, sponsor, uh, you know, to throw on for the show. Yeah. Uh, Al Harrington shop in – Downtown Detroit, I have gotten in touch with the, with the PR lady that might clear something up in the schedule in the nice. future. You know, okay. so that I'm trying to work that angle. Let's see how far we get. Al is really here in uh, Michigan probably twice a month or so, I believe, you know. Um, so who knows? I might catch him on a day where he's at his, his only one location that he has in all of Michigan. So okay. that's what makes it easy. You know, that nice. He only has one. Yeah, you know. Uh, if he had like 15, I wouldn't know where the hell he'd go. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so, Al Harrington, if there's any chance in hell you're listening to this, make sure you're there when I see you. 
<laughs> and uh, I remind you how Paul Pierce hit it in your face when you were <laughs> when you were up against the Celtics. Oh God, that was such a dis- disrespectful, like in your mouth. Like Paul Pierce told him, he's like, "I'm going here," and bang, right in his monkey, bro, hit it. <laughs> oh, Paul Pierce, man, he was he was the truth. That's the uh, that, that wraps the corner, man. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Like I'm about to wrap up the joint. We'll be back in a couple weeks for another edition. All right. So we got, yeah, roughly eight minutes left here. I want to go into something first before we try to touch base with some fantasy football uh, talk to end the show. But, I don't know if you heard about Matt Ariza, the punter for the Bills, uh, a.k.a. the punt god. Um, 80-yard yeah, I read the, I read the report, man. It was shameful. Uh, what dude, was written. Terrible. Terrible. It is terrible. And it's, 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 it's tough to read, especially, like, when, like, you say that, like, like the, the rape victim came out, like, bleeding uh, profusely, and that she was, like, forced into, uh, like, sex with multiple men. And, dude, I just I, – here's my thing. Not to be funny. I'm not saying this to be funny. But you are a Division One athlete at a at a, a Division One football player, no less. You're not on, like, the fucking swim team or tennis team. You're a football player. And, granted, San Diego State's not, like, Alabama or Ohio State or Oklahoma. But, regardless – late in college not fucking playing a single sport and looking the way that I do how is it that these dudes yeah man and it doesn't I don't it doesn't make any sense you have to have a sick fetish of some sort right yeah like I I don't know why you got to try to like rate chicks dude you are you're playing for a football team you're probably in great shape you're fairly good looking I'm sure it's not that hard. Chicks will want to fucking bang you regardless. I mean, I'll argue I, I, that you don't even have to look good. I mean, you're on a football team. Uh, yeah. You, that just guarantees you automatic some sort of stuff. You know, she may not be a nine. She might be like a five, but it still guarantees something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're pretty much getting laid every fucking weekend you want. If you're on the football yeah. team, you're going to get fucking laid. You could be the fucking ugliest dude, and you're still going to get fucking laid. I mean, how yeah. hell the damn band members get laid? I just the, the yeah they did get that, laid more than Joe did in high school. What's that? I said yeah the band members did get laid more than uh, Joe ever did in high school and college and the military. That's a low blow, Josh. I don't I don't appreciate <laughs> that. I I don't condone hitting defensive receivers in our league. It's not cool. It's not right. Not condoned. Yeah, the funny thing is, is Josh is talking shit. He's like, you know, I hooked up with one Asian girl one time in Vegas, but I've probably got multiple children in uh, Japan, Korea, Russia, uh, a few other places. So. <laughs> No, going back to what the now. So let me ask you this: knowing all this information, and you are the Bills, right? What do you do? Cut his ass. What do you think? Cut it. Cut his ass, right? I don't cut care him. how good of a punter you, cut you are. Cut his ass, right? 
They won't, though. That's the thing. They won't. See, I know. Nah, they might. I know, if, because if, he's so – he's highly touted. You've seen him play in preseason. He is pretty freaking amazing, you know, as a, as a player. Well, here's, now, he's here's a the shit question. individual, I guess. So here's the question. You know, this is a perfect example. Uh, this is a perfect example of what happens now. Now that we have a rape victim and it's a white kicker, let's see how Roger Goodell handles this for potential punishment. If he's still in the and league. And let's put that up against Calvin Ridley's one-year suspension. By, by the he's way, not- let me tell you this. I, I'm not condoning what Watson did whatsoever, but the allegations of him. See, look, a handjob looks a lot better than a fucking rape, right? Dude, it's a, it's a oh, gang, not just a rape, a fucking horrific gang rape. Like, where she was going in and out of consciousness, and, like, they were forcing her to fucking perform oral sex. And that when she stumbled out of the party, she stumbled out of the room, she was bloody, crying, and her nose, belly button, ear piecings had been pulled out. And she was bleeding from her vagina. Like, this is some horrific shit that I feel like, put these dudes in prison, let them get butt-fucked for a while. Let, let, let some career fucking criminals have their way with their tight fucking buttholes in prison. Let's see how that goes. There are special places in hell desert, like, that are reserved for these yeah. people that act in this manner. Dude, these guys would be made somebody's bitch in prison so quick, especially Matt Ariza, who's a fucking punter. Sam, I'm pretty sure you could beat him up in a fight. He's a goddamn punter. So, uh, hey, you, what, what, are you trying to say something, bro? I'll whoop your ass right now if you want to. <laughs> Yeah, calm down. Calm down there. Easy guy. Anyways. Leave Jack and Jan alone, all right? Gang rape shit. This used to happen at Baylor. I yeah. It. And it's like it's like they watch too many of these fucking blacks on blondes fucking porno videos where the chicks are, like, willingly taking on. You know, what the, you know what the problem is? They're so desensitized towards anything that's normal by the time they hit college that now they have the, the body – the energy, the testosterone rocking, and they think it's normal, and it's not by any means normal at all. Dude, if that was, if my sister was when I got gang raped by, by, I would go one by one and knock everybody, every one of those motherfuckers off. Fuck that! I, I'm not knocking them out. I'm fucking cutting. No, them I mean, I didn't say knocking them out. No, I said knocking said them knock off. Them, oh, okay. Knocking them off, bro. I, I'm putting them in the ground. Jimmy their ass somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting them in the ground. They're not, they're not coming back out. But first, I want to fucking cut their dick and balls off first. Some fucking withering. Yeah, you know I mean, what? I, I, I could I see you doing some raw shit. Actually, Mike, yeah. I, I could totally see you doing some <laughs> raw shit if that ever happened. You would, you would be like, listen, this is my panic room, but I've turned it into a torture chamber just for you. <laughs> what, what, Joe? You should know this. You were in the military. What's the the technique to where they hold the prisoners and they, and they kind of have like their dick and balls with the seat cut out and they just take this chain and just continue to hit them right in there, over and over. That's not an actual thing. <laughs> I've seen it in the movies, in the military movies. It's got to be real. Hey, Josh. Just so you know, like, also the, the movie where you. Yeah. The little cowboy doll walking around talking, that's not real. Just yeah, he is. Woody is real. Woody is real. <laughs> real. It's real to me, goddammit. It's still <laughs> real to me, goddammit. You got a friend in me. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they're showing on TV, it's got to be somewhat real because, I mean, 
Just to think about that type of torture, come on. You've got to be a sick individual movie producer to think about that kind of torture. No, if dude, you don't understand. This, this, this Human Centipede movie that came out, there's a lot of other sick movies that have come out where they have nothing to do with, like, normal circumstances. You know? People are just fucking messed up in the head, you know, from the get. I don't know what to tell you. I agree, 100%. All right, guys. Hey, listen, here's my last thing on that asshole from fucking Buffalo. Yeah. If he couldn't, if he couldn't keep it in his pants, right? If he couldn't control his urges to be an asshole, right? He probably would have been a goddamn good, great fucking punter in the league. Probably. He, he didn't get oh, the absolutely. Punt guy for a reason. Unbelievable. And you know he's in the NFL now. Like, I know, right? That's like your card. Like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I, I play football for the Buffalo Bills. I'm in the NFL. Oh, Super Bowl favorites. You know. Fucking panty dropper right there, Jesus Christ! Like I just, I don't, I don't get it, man. I, I fucking despise rapists like more than anything in the fucking world. I fucking hate rapists, whether it's fucking women or children, whatever. I fucking hate them. And in fact, I don't want them to go to prison. They should just be because let's let's be honest, guys. Like I know, like murderers go away for life, but you're not rehabilitating molesters and rapists either. Oh no way in fucking hell! Oh, no. Are you yeah. doing shit? Oh, yeah. They're the way that they are. They're programmed to be sick fucks from day one. Oh. Yeah, dude. Like I, I'm sorry. This like if if you knowingly rape a chick, talking about where you're both a little drunk, and then you have sex with the chick, and then you know maybe she regrets it the next day, and fucking I, I you know whatever might happen. I'm talking about you forcibly rape a chick. She's saying no. You continue to fucking go on. Some, or some, uh, some straight-up Bill Cosby shit is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, straight-up Bill Cosby shit. Straight-up fucking a lot of other fucking people out there in Hollywood. I'll tell you. The list is fucking forever, bro. Yeah. Well, the list is forever. There's the uh, What? I, I don't think you should. they should be killed. I think they should be put in general population of prisons, and guess what? They are now the – You get treated like an animal toy. now. They're, they're the prison toy. Uh, yeah. like, like this little this punter. You think that's good enough justice, though, Joe? Is that good enough justice for someone that, that, that reaches through, like, the depths of hell for, to do horrific things? No, I Here's think so. Thing, I want so not to. I'm not talking to about your Sanduskies and shit like that, man. Oh, the guy, the, yeah. the guy, the guy that touches little fucking boys and like does fucked up shit to them. You know, I'm talking about well, the special people like that. You better be. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they all like, can burn in hell. I mean, I'm sorry, but yeah, like, exactly, exactly, right? I agree. Yeah. So, like this punter, like example, this punter uh, with raping this uh, that girl. Uh, I, I honestly think you put him in a general population, and then when he walks in, he says, why the fuck am I the only little white guy in here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, I, I, so I, Joe, I see your point. I totally see your point. Let nature take care of itself, pretty much. Oh, You're yeah. an asshole, you, so we're going to let animals take care of you. Put a fucking tattoo on his forehead that says, I rape people, uh, and then watch and see if his ass isn't fucking tore up. <laughs> no, what you All what right. you need to do is you put a big swastika on his forehead and put him in the oh black God. population dude, dude, then he and see how fast that boy lasts. No, Guess what? Before he's protected by the Aryan, 
uh, population. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before he's protected, he's going to be used by them. You understand that, right? Uh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. he's going to be abused by them first. No, man, because oh, with the Aryans, what they, the, what they abuse is just, like, white, innocent-looking kids. If you come in with, like, fucking a swastika tattooed on your forehead. Listen, listen, bro, I'm sure you've, you've watched enough, you know. Uh, and listen, if you watch Sons of Anarchy at all, you know that, that, you know, they don't give a fuck. You know, if you're a young buck, you're taken care of. All right. All right. Well, I unless, unless you fuck little boys or little girls, if you do that, you are not part of their brotherhood. You will get cut. Yeah. You know what? Right. Along in that list, though, see, here's the thing. The oh, 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 before you wrap it up, before you wrap it up, one more minute. One more thing, Mike. Yeah. One more thing. In that same group belongs, like, you know, other people, like priests and, and people that, that do wrong things. Across All of them. The, yeah. All of them. I, I'm talking about the people that All cannot be rehabilitated. The people that cannot be rehabilitated. That's, that's cold-blooded murderers. That is racist. That is molesters. I don't think yeah. they can be rehabilitated. So just fucking, why, why am I paying my tax dollars to keep them alive? Just fucking kill them. <laughs> all right. Let's end that. All right. All right, guys. That's all the time we got. We will be back on Monday with a brand new show. We'll talk to a lot of fantasy football on Monday. All right. We got some drafts coming up over this weekend. Uh, Josh has some drafts. Uh, Sam has some drafts. I have some drafts. So I uh, should have a lot of fantasy to talk about. Have a good night, guys. Enjoy your weekend. We hey, cover Jackson, all bases, bases. You can't erase us. Back and forth, watch where it takes us. Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it. Always our response is amazing. All bases covered. Yeah. Yeah, you know you love it. Our thoughts, they be off of the dome. First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather. Then you know we bringing it home. We cover all bases, basic.